0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, it's here, the big on-air second anniversary party of the Soul H2O show. And I couldn't be happier that you're here to celebrate it with me. In case this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, founder of the award-winning Soul H2O blog, online minister and course creator, speaker, author, and race car lover. Bet I shocked you with the last one. This show is a joyradio.ca original created to be an on-air ladies Bible study event. So why not grab a girlfriend and settle in for the next half hour as we aim to leave your soul refreshed. Today's show is event number two out of three anniversary events that started last week with episode 79, a listen down memory lane two, where producer Mike and I created a musical year in review showcasing the past guests' music pick songs and a couple of my choosing from shows I went solo on. Anniversaries are always a time to reflect on the past year, its triumphs and trials, and let's just say this past year has had a lot of both of those. I could never have made it through this year and doing the show without the help of so many people I want to thank the Kane brothers at joyradio.ca in the greater Toronto area for investing in the lives of women now literally listening around the globe. The whole Joy Radio staff is incredible to work with. People like Patricia and new station manager, good company host, episode number 18 guest and my sweet friend, Holly Taylor. The show just wouldn't sound professional without our producer, Mike Blair. Boy, you work the magic. Georgia, where do I begin to thank you? Georgia is an amazing lady who believes in the call of God on my life and helps to make me a better person than I could ever be on my own. She not only creates the graphics and episode show notes, Georgia keeps me on track, motivated, and reminds me of how this show impacts women to get refreshed and grow in their faith when I'm tired. And then there's my hubby, Todd, who encourages me and has to give up use of the closet when it's recording time. Yep, that's radial reality during a pandemic. To you. Yeah, you listening, I want to thank you for joining in each and every week. For those of you that write me even, share your prayer requests or praise reports with me, I don't take that lightly, and I'm honored to be a part of your journey. I love hearing from you. I heard from a bunch of you after the first anniversary Music Pick Songs show, but I've chosen Margaret's message for the weekly Inbox Talk segment today. Margaret said, I really enjoy having options in listening to your podcasts. We have a fire stick for watching TV. When I'm not in the mood to watch anything or if I'm cooking and tidying up, instead of having something random playing as background noise, I go to Spotify and pull up your podcasts. I choose whatever podcast title gets my attention first and then I press play. Sometimes I go through a few in a row. Saturdays, I listen live on the station app. This morning, I was harvesting collard green seed pods from my garden while I listened to two of your podcasts on my phone. As I was opening up these seed pods to release the seeds, I can tell you there was a bunch of them and I just kept listening. Margaret, thanks for writing and sharing how the show inspires you wherever you are. I'm really excited that you've tuned in for episode 80, God's Got Big Plans for You, because I know he does. If you listen all the way to the end, you'll even find out about the free downloaded I've created to help fill your heart with hope that you can trust in the promises of God for your life. If you're not excited, you've got to get excited because you could be the next winner in the second annual Soul H2O Anniversary Contest. The big prize pack includes two signed copies of the Soul H2O Women's Devotional for you and a friend. You get a 1,000-piece puzzle with the anniversary episode's key scripture, Jeremiah 2911, and your very own Soul H2O water bottle, a prize pack valued at over $80. Two other entrants will be chosen to win a signed copy of my second book, The Soul H2O Devotional. All entrants must be registered no later than Saturday, September 25th at midnight by entering and texting the word SOUL along with your name to 905-338-1250 and you'll automatically qualify to win a prize pack or a book. If you miss that, no worries. Everything can be found on the amazing show notes Georgia created, found on soulh2o.com slash 80. Well, the intro has been extra long today, so it's time to bring some refreshing your way. To start the celebrations off right, I've chosen a music pick song that will get you dancing and into the party mood. Here's Never Want to Go Back by Mary Angelis, People and Songs. Great is your love. up my mom would always tell me you know show me your friends I'll show you your future and just the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you who are going to inspire you and who are going to help you through your life and I think that's good company And I hope that this show brings that to to those who are listening good music good conversation good company faith strong today's good company with me Holly Taylor weekdays at 5 p.m right here on joy Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. It's hard for me to believe that it's been two years since I started recording the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. But in some ways with COVID, it's felt like 10 since I've had to adapt to three different recording situations when I had hardly gotten used to recording it in studio. Thanks to COVID and the pandemic, I've even had to learn how to edit my own recordings. Now, producer Mike does all the creative part with fading music in and out of the show, adding in the music pick songs, or the show just wouldn't be the same without him. But it's crazy how so often we thought what our life would look like and how it would go ends up looking nothing like what we imagined. And the people in the Bible They're no different than us. They were born with the same hopes, dreams, and aspirations for life to be good. But time and again, situations arose where they were anything but good. Sometimes circumstances were a result of their choices, the choices of their leaders, or just the struggles of their day. It's in these conditions when our faith tends to falter, hopes and dreams are dashed, and we forget all about the promises that God has given us. I think the most commonly quoted promise in scripture is from Jeremiah 29, verse 11, when the prophet declared a message right from the heart of God to the people. God told Jeremiah to say, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. If you search online, you can find this verse painted on canvas, in wall deco art, on day planners, notepads, and about a million other products. This verse is so often quoted by Christians, but seldom are the circumstances surrounding this declaration that Jeremiah made for God, seldom are they known to the people who are quoting it. It's just so important that you and I know how a word came to be in the Bible and what the circumstances surrounding it were. To understand this verse, let me give you a very quick and brief Hebrew history lesson. Now, we're not going to go through their whole history, but just the time in history that relates to what brought about God speaking this promise to the people. For generations, the Israeli people had begged God to give them a king so that they could be like other nations. The first three kings they had were Saul, David, and Solomon. Each had their own vices, but during Solomon's reign, the nation began to become divided. So divided, it resulted in a separation of the 12 tribes into a northern kingdom and a southern kingdom. The northern kingdom kept the name Israel, but sadly walked far from where their father Israel's intent was for the nation. Not one of the kings in the northern kingdom of Israel followed God. They all led the people astray. God sent prophets to the northern tribes to warn them of judgment that was going to come on them because of their sin. If you look back in history and find out what they were doing, it's something we don't normally talk about here on Christian radio. The human rights injustices that were taking place were beyond what we could imagine. God sent them Elijah, Elisha, Amos, and Hosea, yet they refused to listen. They chose to follow pagan gods in their twisted form of worship. By 722 BC, the northern tribes of Israel were taken captive by Sargon II of Assyria and the tribes ceased to exist. While all this was going on in the northern tribes, the southern tribes became known as Judah. They had kings who would follow God wholeheartedly, but maybe be followed after a king who walked far away from God and his good plans, leading the people into hardship. The last four kings in Judah went from bad, bad, to worst. And the people just followed them in their behavior. Like John Maxwell says, leadership is everything and everything starts from the leadership down. That's why it's so crucial who we choose as leaders of our nation, our provinces, states, cities, and towns. In trying to reach Judah, God sent prophets to warn them about the consequences of their choices. He sent Isaiah, Micah, Jeremiah, Zephaniah, Daniel, Ezekiel, Habakkuk, and yet they refused to listen. With all of their judgments against the northern tribes of Israel, the southern tribes ended up just the same. In 586 BC, Judah, the southern tribes of Israel, were taken over and held captive by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. For Israel, the most awful thing happened at that time when their temple was destroyed and the articles within the temple taken as plunder. Jeremiah had been warning the people for decades the captivity that would come if they didn't change their ways. In Jeremiah 25, God has Jeremiah deliver a message that no one wants to speak as a leader. Jeremiah had to tell the people that they would have to endure 70 years in captivity. He shared how joy and gladness would be removed for a time as the consequences of their choices would be experienced. The nation of Israel was seemingly at their worst for all of history at that time. Removed from their country, living in a land far from their own and not able to worship in Jerusalem. Thankfully, the story doesn't end there. Thankfully, when our stories seem at their worst, it doesn't mean they're over either. I hope you're encouraged as you listen to Blanca sing this truth before we come back and hear the good ending to the story. If I'm being honest, I didn't think it's Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H20 podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back to celebrate the second anniversary of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. And I don't want you to forget about the contest. Text the word soul to 905-338-1250 and you'll automatically qualify to win the prize pack or sign copies of the Soul H2O women's devotional. Contest details can be found on joyradio.ca slash soulh2o. Before the break, we got to the worst part in the story for the people of ancient Israel. No longer a nation, exiled to a new land. Their homes, places of work and temple were all just heaps of rubble, completely destroyed. It was in this place where God directed the people through Jeremiah to stop listening to the false prophets saying that they were going to get back to their land quickly. This false hope was destroying their ability to trust in God's promises for their future. Jeremiah's full message to the people in chapter 29 of his book instructed the people to go on living, to get married and have children, build houses and pray for the peace of whatever city they were now living in. Far, far, far from their homeland. Yes, they would have to endure 70 years outside of the promised land, but God had a plan to give them hope and a future. God promised he would bring them back to their land, and he did. In miraculous fashion, as the people continued to put their hope in the promises of God, they began to see his plans unfold, starting with a decree from King Cyrus of Persia, allowing for and funding the rebuilding of Jerusalem and the temple. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I have. I know what it's like to feel like you're at your worst. When I was going through divorce, broken and rejected, like everything I had built in my life, in my home, in my business was all knocked down to rubbish. God spoke a promise to me that had been spoken during this time in history when the Israelites were first exiled. The words from Isaiah 51 verses one and three, God used to give me a hope for my future. And I hope these words do the same for you, just like Jeremiah 29, 11 do. In Isaiah 51 verses one and three, it says, listen to me, you who pursue righteousness and who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were cut to the quarry from which you were hewn. In other words, look at where you were born and what you went through you have to face it. It goes on to say that the Lord will surely comfort Zion and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. And gardens are fruitful, beautiful, and luscious. It goes on to say that joy and gladness will be found in her thanksgiving and the sound of singing. If your life doesn't look anything like what you imagined it would be and you're on the brink of despair... Let me speak hope into your heart. God has a big Bible for you. It's filled with his promises for your life, just like he had promises for the people in ancient Israel and how he had one that kept me hopeful to believe for the wonderful things that I'm getting to just now live out. God has promises for your life. He wants to speak life and hope so that you hold on in the worst as you believe for the best Because God's got big plans for you. Well, I've got four quick challenges for you this week. The first challenge is to go on the show notes and download my stash of God's promises. This collection of verses will encourage your heart to hope for God's good plans for your life. I believe that as you read my personal notes on what was going on in my life, when he used some of those verses to help me trust in his promises, it will help you do the same. Second, I challenge you to not just read the verses that are important to me, but fill in the last page of the download with verses God's given you as promises for your future and record when God or why God spoke them to your heart. If you don't have any promises of your own yet, no worries. Download the sheet and ask God to give you verses of your own, and then you'll have a place to record them when you do. Because God promises when you ask for spiritual gifts, he won't leave you empty-handed. He will show up. My third challenge for you is to send us an email or make a quick voice recording on the Soul H2O website to let us know how the show has impacted you and we'll include as many as we can in the coming week's Inbox Talk segments. My last challenge for you is to enter the contest because I want you to win. The big prize pack includes two signed copies of the Soul H2O Women's Devotional for you and a friend. One 1,000-piece puzzle with the anniversary episode key scripture, Jeremiah 2911, and your own Soul H2O water bottle, a prize pack valued at over $80. Two other entrants will be chosen to win a signed copy of my first book, the Soul H2O devotional. All entrants must be registered no later than Saturday, September 25th at midnight, but why not do it right now so you don't forget? Make sure to enter the anniversary contest by texting the word SOUL along with your name to 905-338-1250 and you'll automatically qualify to win a prize pack or a book. Again, that's 905-338-1250 and text the word SOUL along with your name to enter. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Episode 80, God's Got Big Plans for You, our second anniversary celebration for the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes to download my stash of promises from God, find links to the contest details, and a graphic of today's key verse. There's always so much for you on the show notes, and you can find this week's at soulh2o.com slash 80. I can't wait to hear from you and share testimonies next week of how God's big plans for your life intersected with the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this joy radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed.